This is the Double Joy Podcast. I'm your host, D.S. Wall. And before I continue, I'm going to thank everyone for tuning in and listening to my show. I deeply appreciate it. If you are a new listener, thank you for tuning in and listening. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. But let's get down to business. It's the Christmas holiday. And the one thing about me, y'all need to know, I love Christmas. You know, I love the, the Christmas carols, the Christmas movies, the Christmas, everything about Christmas I love. So I want to wish everybody an early Merry Christmas. And I pray that everyone will be able to spend time with their family, their friends, drink some eggnog, eat some good food, and open all the presents underneath that tree. Man, you just don't know how much I love this time of year. You know, I can tell you right now on Christmas Day, I'm going to cook. I'm going to watch 24-hour Christmas story. Charlie Brown, Merry Christmas. Some movies with the family. I'm going to enjoy Christmas. I'm going to enjoy Christmas this year. Actually, I enjoy Christmas every year, but this year, I'm going to make it a little extra special. But let's go ahead and, and uh, get to what I want to hit on today. And today, I want to talk hit on the NFL because but the playoffs are right around the corner. You know, we have four games left. Correction. Three games left in the season. Um, and it's coming down to the wire. Really, unless you're the Ravens and the 49ers, you might as well say they're the only two teams who's going to lock up number one seed and probably home field advantage throughout their conference. Now, they ain't locked up number one seed yet, but it looks like it's heading that way. And the other teams, you know, are lobbying for positioning. And then you got the other teams who are six and seven seeds are trying to maintain their position. There's a lot of competition here to get into the postseason. And like I said, man, it's going to be exciting down the stretch. I mean, if you're a football fan, you loving this, man, because every game now is important. Not saying it wasn't, but hey, you know, we won't make the postseason. We won't be a playoff team. It's do or die. You win or go home. You get one shot at this. So what I want to touch on today is about offensive line play because I truly believe that if you have a very good offensive line, a dominant offensive line, you should automatically be getting to the Super Bowl. Now, I'm not taking anything away from the other skill positions because they are all important, all right? You know, from the running back position to the receiver position, tight ends, uh, the quarterback position, all those are important. And, yes, I know uh, defense win championships. That's never going to change. Defense always going to win championships. But offense can get you to the Super Bowl. But if you have a very good offensive line, man, that can work wonders for you. So I put up this article on pro uh, from uh, Pro Football, and it ranked uh, from the top off offense line in the NFL to the worst offense line in the NFL. But what I want to do today is go by playoff teams from the AFC to the NFC because I kind of feel that you know if you got good offensive line play. You know, you're giving yourself an opportunity to win. You're giving yourself opportunity to, to get to the Super Bowl. 
And if you're one of these teams who have good offensive line, you should feel good about yourself. Especially if your offense line is healthy and it's starting to gel at the right time. Or your offensive line has been healthy for every game this season and it's been gelling. You should feel good about your team. You should feel good about your chances. Now, if you're one of those teams where your offensive line has been banged up, hasn't gelled, and it's not as very good, you got offensive linemen coming in and out of the lineup. And I think I'll be worrying because, you know, you're really not giving yourself an opportunity to win. I mean, when I mean win, I mean win when it matters, win in the postseason. So, enough of that. Let's get to some of the top offensive line in football. Uh, this, is, this ranking is based on pro football. And this ranking came out back in December 12th by Dalton Miller. So, according to Dalton Miller, he has the... Philadelphia Eagles as the top, the best offense line of football, uh, followed by the Baltimore Ravens. Again, this is by playoff team. At that time, he has the Cowboys at three, the Colts at four, the Vikings at five, the Lions at six, uh, the Cleveland Browns seven, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers eight, and let's go with the uh, Los Angeles Rams at nine, and the Kansas City Chiefs at ten. Oh, excuse me. Can't say the Chiefs at 10. The 49ers at 11. Followed by the Cincinnati Bengals at 12. The Dolphins at 13. And pulling up the rear is the Jacksonville Jaguars at 14. Now, I did that again by playoff teams. But also, this is Dalton Miller's ranking of every football of every football team's offensive line play during that time. Now keep in mind, you know, offensive linemen has become in and out of the lineup. A lot of uh offensive line had to basically have to replace some starters, makeshift offensive line, five, six, seven different combination. So this is what this ranking was based on. Now as football fans, now, you got to think about it. Now, if you're starting five, your starting offensive line are intact. Where you think your team is ranked? Where you think your team is ranked if your offensive line is healthy and gelling together? Now, for the longest time, we've been told that the San Francisco 49ers, the Philadelphia Eagles, got one or two of the best offensive line play in football. Now, I just read this listing, and I did it based on playoff teams. And the 49ers offensive line has been ranked close to the bottom. That's due because Trent Williams has been in and out of the lineup. And that this offensive line is not the same as it was the last two seasons. But, but, they're healthy. And they're clicking on all the Sanders cylinders and it's kind of like they haven't missed a beat what do you guys think I mean yesterday we just watched the Philadelphia Eagles offensive line play decent not good 
they haven't been healthy all year. And we just seen this offensive line really kind of just got outplayed by that Seattle uh, defensive front, that defensive line. Now, I'm not saying Seattle's defense is some scrubs. But, you know, that Eagles offensive line is very dominating. So, what do you guys think? That Dallas offensive line, Dallas has one of the top offensive line over the past five seasons. A dark horse team, the Detroit Lions, when healthy, when they're right, they have one of the best offensive lines in football. In fact, let me tell you this about them. Their offensive line has not been healthy all season. Their starting offensive line has only played in five games intact together. They had different combinations of offensive linemen. I mean, Tyler Decker missed some games. Fred Ragnar missed some games. Jonah Jackson missed some games. Uh, Glasshaw missed some games. But yet, when these five are healthy, this offensive line is one of the best in football. You can say the same thing. Um, you can say the same thing about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense. You can say the same thing about the Indianapolis Colts offense. So what you guys think? Who you think had the best offensive line headed into the postseason? Which team offensive line will lead their team to the Super Bowl? Because to me, that is important. Now, when you watch the Jacksonville Jaguars play, do you feel confident about their offensive line in which their offensive line is one of the worst of the playoff teams? The Cleveland Browns offensive line, do you feel comfortable if you're a Browns fan about your offensive line play? I, I, I mean, you know, this year's playoffs, when I look at each team offensive line, they're honestly by the numbers. Not by missing games or bodies, but by the numbers. All those 14 teams who I just named, they have excellent to very good to so-so offensive line play. Now, in the case of the Jacksonville Jaguars, their offensive line is okay. But what did I say? I wouldn't do. I would not discount the skill position because they got a good running game. They have good receivers. I mean, Evan Ingram, um, Calvin Ridley. Then you got Zay Jones, who who's coming back, who's working his way back. I mean, they got high level, high level talent at the skill position. They got the 49ers. According to this list I gave you, they got one of the bottom three teams in the postseason as far as offensive line play. But look at the skill position. Brock Purdy, Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, uh, George Kittle. They got good skill players at the skill position. The Detroit Lions, you got Amaran St. Brown, Jamison Williams. You have uh, Gibbs. You have Montgomery. You got Jared Goff. You got Sam Laporta. 
teams that they have good players at skill position, but also good offensive line play. And if you don't have a good offensive line play, and you and you in the playoffs, that's a concern to me. Because now what you're looking at is you're really not going to protect your quarterback the way your quarterback needs to be protected. The time your quarterback needs to uh, in the, I'm sorry. The quarterback needs time in the pocket to get to throw the ball to the receivers. You open the holes from the running back. That's going to be an issue if you don't have a good offensive line play. But vice versa. How about if your offensive line which is very dominant, go up against a very good defensive front. That's another example. You know, I always feel comfortable where if my offensive line, if it's one of the best in the league, then I feel comfortable that my offensive line could go up against any defensive front in football. But when it comes to playoff football, it's going to be a little different. That same confidence is going to be there. But the one thing that I was told is that your offensive line play does not carry into the playoffs. Nah, because it's a different animal, it's a different beast. It's one and done. I disagree with that. I disagree with that because I seen last year how the Eagles offensive line dominated every team, not only in the record season, but on their way to the Super Bowl. And, and to be honest, their offensive line outplayed the Kansas City Chiefs offensive line and kind of like dominated the Kansas City Chiefs defensive line. But when you got Patrick Mahomes back there making magic, that sets everything apart. That's the reason why they won because Jalen Hurst and the crew, they outplayed Kansas City last year. And they should have won. Look at the year when the New England Patriots won their Super Bowl. Great offensive line play. Look at the year when the Baltimore Ravens won their Super Bowl. Good offensive line play. You see what I'm talking about? You see the trend there? If you got good to great offensive line play, you will get to the Super Bowl. A good offensive line will give you the opportunity to win a championship. Because it was set apart from everything. And I kind of think that when we talk about how we're going to build our teams and what's the most important position uh, in the NFL, a lot of us would say, hey, that'd be a quarterback position because we need someone back there who can be a superstar. We need our quarterback to do everything. And that is true. But a good offensive line can go a lot farther. It can do wonders for a quarterback. It can do wonders for a running game. It can do wonders for a passing game. So as we bring it to present day today right now, 
I would not be shocked when I say this that I think the Detroit Lions can make a deep run in the postseason. I believe they can get there. I believe the Dallas Cowboys can get there. I believe the Baltimore Ravens, who the last three years haven't really had any good playoff success. But because their offensive line play and because the way Lamar Jackson is playing this year with better wide receivers, um, now he's not doing too much. He's actually healthy this time of year right now. They had opportunity to get there. The Miami Dolphins, who I really touched on, who I believe their offensive line play is, is kind of underrated because the way Tua has been playing this season, the way Tua played last season, and the way that uh, they're allowing him to stay in the pocket, to be able to read the defense, to be able to throw the ball to Tyree Hill, Jaden Waddle, and the way that offensive line has opened up the holes for um, their running game. The Miami Dolphins has a chance to get there. The Colts, you know, I don't know. And I only say that because I don't trust their quarterback play. But they have a good enough offensive line where they can make some noise. The Cleveland Browns are the same way. The Los Angeles Rams, a team that we didn't expect to be good this season, a team that overachieved, a team that somehow found diamonds in the roughs. And Keon Williams. Their offensive line play, which was horrendous the last two, three years, actually looked pretty decent this year. Pretty decent this year. Now, I don't think they're going to make a good, make a deep playoff run. But with the right matchup against the right team, against the right defensive line, they can cause some havoc. They might could win a playoff game. So, when I look at these teams who potentially going to be playing in the postseason, the offensive line play is going to be very important. And whoever had the best offensive line of all of that list I just read, it's going to go, it is going to go, will be in the Super Bowl. It all depends on health. It depends on continuity. And it depends on how you plan this time of year, this time of the season. That's big and that's huge. But also, it all depends on how the quarterback, the wide receivers, and the running backs Everything has to click. Everything has to click because remember, defense win championships. If you catch the right matchup against the right defense at the right time, brother, you have a chance. But enough of me. I don't know what you guys think. I want to know what you guys think. Who has the best offensive line in football? And tell me why. With that said, I want to thank you guys for listening. Thank you for tuning in. I want everybody to enjoy their Christmas season. Enjoy the Christmas holidays. And I'll be back soon. It's been the Double Drill Podcast with DS Walk. And I'm out. Peace.